Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are finishing the Sermon of the Mount. Um, This is part three, and we will be reading in Matthew chapter seven. Follow along. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? And how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, And do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you If his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish the others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me you workers of lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, he will be like, a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the rain descends, the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was, when Jesus had ended these sayings, 
that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authorities and not as the scribes. So we are now finishing the Sermon on the Mount, part one, chapter five. And again, this is just looking at a broad chapter. This is not every individual theme, but but chapter five teaches us the character of a citizen of the kingdom of God. Uh, chapter six teaches us the privileges of that citizen. What does chapter seven teach us? We have primarily responsibilities. And so these are the responsibilities that that we have in, in sharing with others. We are required not to judge others. We are required to ask and um, we are required to do to others what we'd like them to do to us and so on. Yeah, and, and so these actions here are actions that put self last and put others first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is, this is a theme um, that we find that as Christians, we are to turn the focus from my desire to the desire of God and to the desire of those around us. And these stories are so necessary for the disciples, uh, especially the 12. They have just recently been appointed to be trained and sent as apostles. And they had the feeling that something uh, is going to happen soon. It was a high level of expectation. But Jesus Christ said, this is not about you first. Uh, You should put others ahead of you. I think so many times when someone comes to God, they want to do what's right. They want to know the rules. And they focus on this. This is their first focus on, on being perfect, on doing what is right. And when our focus is on doing what is right, first of all, uh, first and foremost, and most importantly, we fail. Um, you know, when we're trying to do these things, we mess up. We get angry at the people who are doing idiotic things around us, or um, we, we are not willing to forgive. We don't want to keep asking, and, and we fall time and time again. And, and I think this order that we have most important is relationship. Mm-hmm. And when we focus on a relationship with God, these things start happening in our mm-hmm. life as a natural result. We then focus on what is right. We focus on who is right, that is Jesus Christ. So what does this section tell us about God? As you said, God establishes priorities mm-hmm. in his kingdom. And um, we should focus on others and we should treat them the way we expect them to treat us. And this is something that is quite basic. It's not the highest standard. Mm-hmm. The highest standard is we should treat people the way Jesus Christ has treated us. I think in my reading of this, uh, this time through, what, what jumps out at me is the importance to realize that God is a God who will ultimately bring judgment. Sometimes if we get in relationship, we, we just want to paint a picture of God who's so loving that he will forgive everything. But we need to remember that there is punishment, there is judgment that comes for those who refuse to surrender and to be changed. And Jesus Christ in verses 21 through 23 Mm -hmm. explains how that judgment will be applied. As human beings, we like to do what is right. uh, And uh, Jesus Christ said, 
heaven will not be awarded for those who did what is right, who prophesied, who cast out demons, mm-hmm. uh, who did many miracles or mighty works. Uh, heaven is awarded based on relationship. And those four words are extremely harsh. They are cutting way to the marrow. I never knew you. Yeah. And I pray that nobody, nobody in my family, nobody in my circle of influence and in my churches should ever hear these words. And like you said, about relationship. So how is this passage speaking to us today? For me, it was like an invitation, come close to me. Mm-hmm. You have to do what is right, but that should come out naturally, uh, should spring out of our relationship uh, with God. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is why we go back and forth between these chapters, and now we should go back to chapter 6, talk about privileges like the privilege of prayer, mm-hmm. the privilege of sharing our hearts with God, including our fears and anxiety and hopes and joy and so on. If we practice chapter 6 first, it would be easier to practice chapter 7 later. For me, verse 24 talks about Jesus. He Jesus compares his sayings to building a house on a rock. And I think in my life of times when I do a task that I don't always do, um, like change the oil in my car. I've got two cars. I've got a couple motorcycles and a tractor and trying to figure out how much oil I put back in. Some of them I have by memory, some I don't. So I review. Um, when I do something that I've not done in a while, I'll go back and watch a YouTube video. How do I do this? Um, cutting trees last week. Uh, how do I cut a tree down safely? And so I do that to make sure I know what is right. The same thing's true with the Word of God. We need that review. We need to come back and study what Jesus' sayings are Mm -hmm. so that we can make sure our house is built on the rock. It's not enough just to hear it once. It's that that reminder that we need. Check your eye. Yeah. Uh, Look in the mirror. Is there any log there? Mm -hmm. Remove it because otherwise you cannot see the speck in someone else's eye. Yeah. I would not want to go to an eye surgeon who, you know, is going to work on my eye, who puts a big two-by-four in front of him before he does his his work. What are we going to do about this? How can we share this with others? There is a lot of things which are taught in this chapter, from the golden rules to the idea that uh, the tree bears fruits and uh, the fruit determines the nature and the value of a tree, uh, all the way to our relationship with God in verses 21, 23, which matter the most. Practically, these are very clear invitations. I would read this chapter again, and I would consider this chapter like a mirror. In fact, all Word of God should be like a mirror. Mm -hmm. This expression is used in the uh, letter of James to the Ten Commandments, but uh, by extension, it can be applied to the whole Bible. I will ask, Lord, are my eyes clean? Is my heart clean? Do I practice the right priorities? Am I reflected the character of those in your kingdom? Mm-hmm. 
for me as, as I read this, verse 13 and 14, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. What am I going to do about it? I'm going to search for the, the narrow gate. You know, the narrow gate is, I, I see it as not the cultural way, not the way everyone's going. Not the popular um, not way. The, yeah, and, and even in local churches or even as my job as a pastor, just because other pastors do it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. I'm going to mm. search for the right way, the way that God is calling me to. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for these teachings of Jesus to describe what a citizen of the kingdom of heaven will do. Amen. And Father, I thank you that he has established his kingdom already and that we can be citizens today. It's not something we need to wait for. Father, I pray that as we examine our lives, as we seek to be in relationship with you, you will come dwell within us and that you will change our hearts, our desires. You will change who we are so that we reflect you and that others may see our good works and not glorify us, but glorify you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.